Hello! Welcome to the Bible Study Girl podcast. I am Sarita. You may know me as Bible Study Girl if you ever head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. And the first voice that you heard on this podcast was the executive producer, Bible Study Brother. Hello, it is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Gray Matter out now. Listen to it. Yeah, Gray Matter's been out for about a month now. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, now is the time. Brother, would it be possible for you to queue up a song for them to hear a snippet of or no? Uh, At the end I, of the episode or no? Oh, no, that's, that's an easy queue up. I just, just don't, don't know if, well, okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would get, like, if the podcast itself would get claimed for playing my music, Your which music, I own. Because I'm, yeah, because I'm, yeah, okay. Uh, so but we'll I think I can do 30 that. seconds. Do you want 30 <laughs> seconds of your favorite or what do you want 30 seconds of? Uh, just give me 30 seconds of any song that you want them to hear. We've been talking about the album, talking about the album. But I think it's important for people to get the opportunity to just, you don't want to play the whole thing. Just give them a little snippet. Leave them wanting more so they can head over there and download Grey Matter themselves and listen to it themselves. I'm going to give y'all a hot 30 seconds or whatever because I just start. <laughs> so that's that y'all will get the most 30 seconds of that. So here we go. I lost four members of my family all at once. I ain't been the same in months. Unexpected losses proof that life still has a punch. It's gonna do what it wants if you don't take hold of the destiny. I do it for the passion, let love handle the rest of me. Purpose is my recipe, the season is my legacy. The hymn of my penmanship is known to conquer leprosy, cause Jesus conquered death for me. So what is it I struggle for? Got grief still knocking at my door. We can weary evermore. Wish I could say never more, still searching for a reason. But if I got the answer, would it yeah don't get us flagged thanks which is so (laughs) weird because it's like i feel like i should be able to on like some level be able to be like nah i'm cool with that person like I'm cool with that person. It's cool. Like it's cool. <laughs> There's no issues here. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. She can play it. She can play it. Like don't flag <laughs> don't, it. Don't flag it. Right. Like, right. Don't flag it. I know it's not my name, but that's my sister. It's cool. It's cool. Like, it's cool. It's cool. I was on it. Like it's cool. I'm I I like I am on this podcast. I'm an executive right. producer. Right. I so. actually I actually press play <laughs> on the song. It's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing, brother. Matter of fact, I I played it from Apple Music, so I'm still getting paid for it from where I played it. So let me, (laughs) you know. Thank you for sharing with us. I just, I'm like, we talk about this album quite frequently. We've been talking about it for months and months and months, and the people haven't had the opportunity to hear it. So thanks for being willing to share. Uh, So that gives you a little taste of what this podcast is about. We're a little random and can be a little... Uh, topsy turvy, but it's all good. It all works together, right? 
A little silly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it all us. works. We, we are giving you us. This is how we talk. And so we've gotten a lot better, I think. Because if you go and listen to like old episodes, I mean, it's still there's like a, a through fair, but like the, the spiritual nuggets. Are, are really good and i also think that like at some point i am going to like start going back through and listening to them the same way we do the blog, blog recaps i need to go back bro. and listen to the very first <laughs> very first episode and then compare it to our most recent episode to see the areas of growth and yeah. also like the things that i still need to target i know one thing that i am mindful of and i'm very hard on myself about is mm. those voiced fillers like when i don't have something to say and i'm thinking and i'll say uh 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 i'm trying <laughs> to just be silent of a silent thinker and not a uh hum or hmm uh so it's going to be very interesting to go back and listen to the two but that's not why you guys are here today you want to know what the topic is for today we're still on blog recap series and we are talking about the blog act like it act like it i feel like i didn't say that clearly the first time so i had to come back um and i made sure to say it clearly to you guys because you can head over to biblestudygirl.com you can tap the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and type in the words act like it and that pulls the blog right up um so you have your own experience with the blog that we're talking about you can come to your own conclusions uh, get your own insight from it and not just what you hear us talking about i really am interested to see where this conversation goes today mm -hmm. so the way we do blog recaps over here at the bsg podcast is that Bible study brother gives you a brief synopsis of what the blog is about, just in case you guys decide not to go over there to read it. So he's going to give you a brief synopsis. Then he tells you key points that stood out to him in the blog or just impressions, things he thought about when he read the blog. Then I come back in after I've interrupted him several times while he's describing what he experienced. And I let you guys know how I felt at the time that I publish the blog and then how I feel present day. Sometimes it's the same. Quite often it's different. Uh, today's blog was published in November of 2019. So that was almost four years ago. So it will be interesting to just talk about the dynamics and how things have changed um, since I published that blog. So brother of mine, take it away. Okay. Whew. All right, so act like it uh, was about a <laughs> us a podcaster. Uh, oh God, it was about us a podcast listening to a podcast, not us, but she, um, which I thought was funny. Anyway, in that podcast that BSG was listening to, she was um, talking about a woman who basically mm, said Christianity was fake. At the time and uh, or now believes or believed at the time. I'm trying to which which one was it? Did she currently she believe. believe that it's not? She be, she she once believed, but her experience with Christians in the okay. church. That, all right. I wanted to clarify. So okay. she was a teenager who was like, eh, I don't believe. And 
she had gone to this church and uh kids, you know, teen kids in her teen group were like falling out in the spirit and she was like <laughs> And so uh the people of the church asked could they pray for her, pray for her, and of course she fell out. Um, and now with the burning fire for Jesus, she went out and was trying to preach to people and it was like crackheads and, or, or all these other people who need the Lord as well. She brought them to church and the people acted all funny, like, Oh, what are you doing? Kind of thing as Christians, quote unquote, can act. So here we go. (laughs) That that's the synopsis. You got to read the rest of it, but I'm going to be giving a whole lot of uh, I'm going to be doing the same kind of energy as this blog post. So I've just now encountered this <laughs> kind of thing at my church, but it was dealing with how we act because I, for the past, mm, I want to say 10 years, I've been so, so fired up in terms of like wanting the church to be better and stop treating people a certain way because it didn't make sense to me. Like once I became a new creature and a new understanding of interacting with people, I just couldn't stay silent about certain treatments and certain things. So uh, recently I was in a, um, an usher meeting at my church and we were talking okay, about, yeah, usher. we were talking about, it's not the same. It's not the same. I'm not going to talk about the differences, but just know it's not the same. Okay. Uh, Baptist church, my current church, two different styles of ushering. Okay. I'm technically secondary security. Okay. Okay, usher. Um, And so we're having this meeting and they were bringing up, um, what would you do if a homosexual couple walks into the church? Right? Mm-hmm. And so we're all talking about how to handle it and what was told to us is that you know you're not supposed to do anything and one of the members uh an older guy in the group was kind of just like starting to get into like that old like what do you you know and going to basically the extremes of like you know well are they gonna be making out and don't like just who would do that go ahead we're gonna get there we're gonna get there (laughs) So all of that is boiling up in me. And so they're like, well, how long do we let them stay? And I'm like, what? (laughs) And so at my church, there's a thing that we say is called stick six. It's like you either we want you to stay six weeks. You're either going to get start a relationship with Jesus or build a relationship with Jesus. Like, that's the whole thing. You know, we want you to join a life group and, and all these other things. And so I'm sitting there and I was like, here's my issue. For you, that's a wolf among sheep. Like looking at like that show. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I said, but y'all are not as strong about the wolves in sheep's clothing. Right. That you just let, you know, because we have. And the biggest thing is we had, we're going through uh, Corinthians and talking about a healthy church. Mm-hmm. And every time I read Corinthians at this point now, I just get more mad at the state of churches <laughs> <laughs> because we pick and choose what we want to excommunicate somebody for. And in those times, right. like he Paul was saying, like, hey, you can tell that this person is not planning to change their ways. 
in that sense. And like, so you need to cut them off before it starts to infect the whole the congregation. The congregation. And this is a huge, this is a, a, a plethora of churches. Like Corinth was a huge mecca of of things. So it's not like it's one person that's going to get infected. It's like a, this whole trading nation and everything else. And I'm just like, you know, we don't put out these adulterers and, you know, they still get other jobs. And you just I said, it makes no sense, because the thing is, you'll know. I said they get six weeks like, you know, that there are people that are coming to antagonize you and they want you to be upset. They want you to pick them up, grab them out and basically make their decisions valid by your decisions. Like, that's what they're waiting on. Like, you acting a certain way is what validates people's decisions. And I'm like, I got, I was like burning up inside, like, spirit mad. Cause I'm like, that, how? I think you can really tell too in the blog. You can tell that I was oh, upset. Oh, yeah. You was, you was, you was big upset. <laughs> but we, but I feel like we've been listening to a lot of people like that. And these are the people that are defining what you think the entirety of this is you know it really upsets me because whatever man said that i would it, i would want to be like well we ain't put you out yet paul or whatever or eric we ain't put you out uh james you know whatever mm. your name is we haven't put you out so as an usher what makes you think it's your job to Pile drive somebody and push them out the church. Like, and also they're not coming for you. They're coming for Christ. Like, well, and wait, Christ does like, the it refining. wasn't like necessarily that extreme in terms of, but it was one of those like. I know, but still like, kind of thing. that's not who's, we are not, Jesus changes hearts, not us. You know what I'm saying? And you are cutting somebody out from the opportunity to have a wonderful relationship with Christ because of your preconceived notions of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And that burns me up. And I said, because as we went through Corinthians and Paul was talking, I was like, y'all realize that homosexuality wasn't even the first thing that he talked about. He said three other things that were are incredibly prevalent. And then got to that and, and went on to like other things that he was talking about. And the perception of the church in this day and age, given all of this stuff, is like, bro, we we are so under attack. And even the fact that denominations exist in terms yeah. of like when you're going through Corinthians, it literally says the thing that the devil fears the most is a unified church. Unity. Yeah. Unity and that is why we are so divided. You know, like y'all literally started saying, well, I follow uh, this chapter. I follow from this chapter to this chapter. This scripture out of context of the entire Bible is what I'm going to build my everything on. Um, and again, I grew up Baptist, but my Baptist church was not traditional in a lot of ways. There were things they did that is very Baptist, but it. OK, let me say this. We grew up in a traditional Baptist church with a very traditional Baptist pastor. However, mm -hmm. I will say that he listened to God. Yeah. I think things that he personally, you know, was like, 
I think he followed God, if that makes sense. Like he was traditional, but I think he he listened to God and he brought he he allowed us to have many different experiences that are not traditionally Baptist. Yeah. Um, but I'm only saying it because I was just saying it in the context of why my mind state is just like it makes no sense because I didn't well, even I'm, know that it was that bi- that big of a deal. Until- let me tell you. Let me tell you this too. I think the difference in our experience is we were taught Bible, not necessarily Baptist. Like I, right. you know what I mean? Yes. Like we were taught Bible. We were at a Baptist church. Um. But we were taught Bible. And I think the older I get and the more experience I have in different churches, like even non-denominational, one thing that has remained true is that we were taught Bible. Yeah. And I also think that, but that's the way you should be taught is you should be taught Bible. I'm not, I don't need to be taught your opinions. Right. I don't need to be taught like, your flesh or what you feel in the moment you know you got mad at somebody at the store for saying this and then you come and you preach about that but yeah so like this situation and i've seen so many people do this i was like oh so uh, i just got this analogy from my life group my initial analogy was about like food or something like that so what the girl basically presented is this analogy it's basically you go into a gym and you don't see all in shape people. Right. And you see somebody that's like overweight or whatever it is you would describe as like not in shape. And you're like, well, I'm swearing off all gyms. Like so much so that you won't even build a or have a personal gym in your home. Mm hmm. You know, and that's like how all of these people end up making their decisions. It's like y'all don't even like you don't do that anywhere else. In in that kind of sense, it's like you swear off all working out like you won't work it out um, for yourself. And it's just a crazy thing that is so detrimental in regards to like where we are and where we want to be and where we want to reach people. And I get so fired up about this, especially like, I know I was one of the people that was like extremely mad when Roe versus Wade was overturned or whatever, because of the onslaught of people now saying it was all Christians fault. Right. And I'm like, is it not the politicians that pushed it through that are like, (laughs) Like, I get it. There are people who are agreeing with it or whatever in their spiritual stance in a certain way, which some of that is flesh given how they like interact with people. But that's a whole nother. Well, it's not a whole nother thing. That's the whole thing is just people acting so rejecting of people who made decisions. And it's like, look, ain't nobody asking you to keep a repeated sex offender in your church if they just continuously keep doing this thing but if a person does something bad or or not you do as a christian or as a spiritual person who believes in god have to at least give them an opportunity to repent or be different 
And you know real quick, you know, it's not saying don't watch your kids and, and like feed their flesh, you know, but it is saying that, hey, you have something going on with you. Um, Overall, like at the end of the day, I've also structured my thoughts in a way of knowing that in the end, there are a lot of people who have done wrong by us by other people, by our family, people, you know, we are still very mad at because of things they've taken away from us, so on and so forth, right? right? I don't want them to have to get the retribution of God. Right. I don't want that for anybody. As much as it hurts with the things that have happened, I don't want that for them. And if I start there, then maybe I'm able to be a better example of what Christ and what God would have for the world. So that's my take. I went a little bit over, but like this was one of those blog posts that I was telling you about, like in the last episode that it just, it got me fired up because I had this situation already in my head and I've been dealing (laughs) with these situations. I get mad every time. Uh, Like when the Roe versus Wade stuff happened, I remember there was this tweet of this video, this girl saying basically, forget your bible only she didn't say forget Mm. and i was upset (laughs) because i'm like why is it not just forget that politician or whatever like everywhere else you can compartmentalize some sort of structure to the the person or whatever and these things as the whole, but when it comes to these things, and I know Paul told us that this was coming, persecution and everything else, but I don't know, bro. I, I just this this fired me up. Um as you can tell from my tone in the book, I was fired up. And honestly, I thought you were in the car listening to the podcast with me. We were coming back from a cruise for sure when I heard the podcast. Um, and I know mama was in the car, so you were in the car, but maybe you were sleeping. I feel like you and mm-hmm. Kanae were in the car. If we both were, were, maybe I had headphones and was listening to something else. Because you <laughs> okay. know how you would drive me crazy with your Dr. Laura or whatever podcast you would listen to. I'm like, oh, these people don't know Jesus. I'm listening to something else. <laughs> I can't do it. Now, you know you went back there listening to Jesus. But anyway. I didn't say so I was. I- But I just said, I know them people. (laughs) So I'm listening to this podcast. I really can't even remember. I think I heard one of the hosts of the podcast on a different show or whatever. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, let me see what their podcast is about. So both of them were people that were in the church and completely turned away from it. right? Right. So the girl I was talking about. In the blog was a lady. She ends up going to church with her friends when she's a teenager. Has an intense encounter with God. Just to be succinct. She has an intense encounter with God. And she was saying in the podcast, she was like, I know it was him. I know it was real. And like I said, she felt so energized. She wanted everybody to get the good news. But the thing is. She's one of those people that's very outgoing and she can talk to anybody. So she literally was talking to anybody that she encountered and telling them about Jesus and how he saves your life and how 
you know, she's had this wonderful experience with him and how he's good and he's kind and he's all you need. And so she starts bringing a wide variety of people to the church. People that didn't look like the other people that attended church and the church members got offended. They were like, what are you doing? She was, when I say she was on on mission, she was on fire for Jesus. She was like, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, that's what we're here for, right? Like, we're supposed to be compelling people to come to Christ. Like, and I want everybody to know, I don't want anybody to be left behind. Well, eventually she ends up getting so beaten down by the people in the church because they they also are on her to like change the way that she's dressing and all these other things. And I would say she it wasn't even like she was wearing things that were revealing. And I don't know what denomination she was in, but it was like, well, you don't look like us. You know what I'm saying? Like your hair is not looking like our hair looks or whatever. So all, all those things got her bogged down. And eventually she ends up marrying like a minister and all this other stuff. So eventually, like over time, her spirit just like gets worn down and she turns away from the church. And the podcast really is about her struggle with, you know, I know that experience I had with God was real. I know it was real, but is nobody else feeling that? You know, is nobody else experiencing that? And I think when you continue to have those encounters with people, it can beat you down and make you think, okay, was was I imagining what happened? You know, was I really hearing his voice? And it made me so sad to hear the podcast. Like, you know, the truth, you know, he is the truth. Like I, I, I get how you got beaten down. But you but, also have a whole podcast that you've put out that I know you have comments on. And I know you have more people or like you probably Kane was just talking about this the other day. It is so much easier for us to pay attention to the negative and not all of the good things that happen. Like right. because you know that there are people in your comments that have said, Yes, it's real. I feel the same way. Like I understand that situation that happened at your church but i went and did this or i changed this or i make sure like you got that there it's whether or not you still seek it it's whether or not when you was reading those scriptures like you know what she is right now she's elijah talking about just better killed everybody did she though like you think that when i was creating prophets i was just like only you Right. I think the thing, too, though, is I she ended up I mean, there's more to her story. Like I said, she ended up marrying a minister of the church Mm -hmm. and like he was not acting like he know who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. She ended up being on drugs. It's a whole long story. So she's had a life and she's had a testimony and she's had some hard experiences. But through it all, I don't. It doesn't seem to me that she had anybody in her life that was like, girl, you know, um, Bill was a bad guy, you know, and the other folks at the church, you know, they, but Jesus is real. I don't know. It just made me sad and it made me feel, I can sympathize with her a hundred percent because You know, 
we can get beside ourselves and forget mm-hmm. our mission, our purpose, our goal is to be more like Christ um, and not to be Christ to, like for people, if that makes sense. Like I can't make you read your Bible every day. That's not my job. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I personally cannot make you wear this outfit. I'm supposed to offer Christ to you. I'm supposed to offer relationship to you. And once you're in relationship with Christ, he does the refining. Can he use other people to help guide us? Yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, the person has to make that decision for themselves. Like I can't make you do it. And so it makes me sad that as Christians, like you were talking about them wanting to put the couple out of church. But the thing is like, I thought we were all sick in here, you know, and And ain't nobody put, and ain't nobody put me out of church. My big fat self, I walk in there every Sunday Ain't nobody put me out. And the man talking about them making out in church. Do you know how many times I've eaten at church with a spirit of gluttony and had a plate that was out of order? You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you don't need all of that food. That's gluttony. And I never once has someone said, Hey sis, gonna have to ask you to walk out because you operating in your scene or how many times and how many churches has again infidelity or adultery been like all of that constant thing and you in the choir on sunday after you you left his house last night and we know that and the thing that i think i do agree with is that the church does need to be called to task but it's also like why do you think why you know what i get it you just like you said you just get beat down and you didn't think you're the only person but like you didn't go to god for uh refreshing and and didn't understand um what it was like you needed um in that moment because you just didn't know what to do and i don't know like i said it it I just get I get fired up about that, and I guess because um, second, sorry, uh, I get so fired up because I want so much better for the experience, but I also want so much better for people in Christ, um, Apostle. Um, Sharon Nesbitt, one of the people that uh, Kanae follows, said one time, if you are following me, you're doing it wrong, basically. Right. I know I'm paraphrasing. And it's like when I heard that, because I know it was convicting me in that moment because I wasn't necessarily biggest fan. Like, I, I knew nothing else. I just, it was one of those moments where I'm being real judgmental in terms of a situation because of my own uh misunderstandings of, of, of situations and stuff like that and other things going on and when she said that i was like you're right you're right god like because i c- cannot follow someone so wholeheartedly that is valuable i'm not supposed to do that i'm just supposed Correct. to follow god we are supposed to follow god wholeheartedly and I think a lot of times we we get it foggy. We we get 
we get it misconstrued. We are to offer Christ to people. We are to help people. Um, but we are not Christ. Like we are to be Christ. Like we don't have the power to save anybody. And it just makes me sad because I would hate for somebody to go to hell because I wasn't doing my part or what I needed to do, you know, because I was so out of order. And so that's what makes me sad. We are Christians. We need to act like it. We need to act like Christ, but recognize that we are not Christ. We don't have the power to save anybody, but we do have the responsibility to present Christ. That's a responsibility. And I don't that's want that conversation with him about something I didn't do. Right. Because I don't want I do it. still have those people on my like even if he gives somebody else the, the job and they get the job done, the fact that I was asked and ignored will be talked to me about. You know, my pastor preached a sermon two or three weeks ago. I've been slacking on my sermon recaps. Part of the reason I didn't recap this sermon, though, is because it's something that I'm personally struggling with. So the sermon he preached, it was for Forgiveness Sunday, and it was about, um, you know, typically when you hear forgiveness sermons, it's like, who do you need to forgive? Um, but the sermon he preached was like, who do you need to ask forgiveness of? Is there someone that you've offended and that you need to go to, even if you don't feel like you did anything wrong or you 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 did do something wrong? Is there someone that you need to ask forgiveness of? And the reason you need to do that is because you don't want to be a roadblock between them and Christ. You don't want to be the roadblock. And he said, uh, now, if somebody came to your mind, you need to go do it. And, you know, somebody came to my mind because at first I was like, oh, there's nobody I know that's mad at me. And then I was like, oh, but I do know somebody that's mad at me. I know somebody that's really angry with me. And my first thought was, I ain't do nothing wrong to them. <laughs> but then the sermon convicted me like I need to go to them and say, hey, I've offended you. Is there anything I can do on my end to make it better? Because I I truly don't want to be the difference between you getting to see him and not getting to see him, you know, because you got this unforgiveness in your heart. How can I make it right? Have I done that yet? No, but I need to. <laughs> and this was just a reminder. For real, it was just yeah. a reminder to me and a conviction um, that I need to do. And I'm actually going to see my therapist today. I'm about to run late. Uh, so I'll ask him about helpful ways to do that, because you know I'm all about the practical. Um, well, let's. We are Christians. Let's get you. We right are. Here. We are called to Christ. This is a great. This is a great discussion. I yeah, do need to. We'll, see we'll have this. more of this, just because there will be a part two to this one specifically, just because like there's so much more that I want to say, but I realized I need to tone down because, like I said, this one got me fired up in the spirit because I just I'm so sick of the perception. Like the perception and the popularity of the church is to the detriment of souls being saved. You do not understand the, the target you right. Have I don't you. want. I don't want anybody to miss out on Christ because of me. Yeah, I don't want anybody to miss out on Christ because of me and how I behave and who I am. I don't want that. So, yeah, got to do the work. Right. Thank you, brother, for sticking to my type. 
Timeline. Life happens, baby. So what I need y'all to do is act like you want to be saved or at least act like you want to <laughs> know how what it's like on this road to continuously trying to be saved over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Um, check out our YouTube page. The link is down in the description. Put a description. pin in it. I'm not continuously trying to be saved. I am saved. And oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. Grace. Okay, go ahead. Well, continuously trying to be more like Christ. Is, is, there is we go. Better, there you go. Better, I'm saved, baby. You know, I'm saved. Dying to the and flesh is something you do every day. Okay, okay listen. I'm going to say this because I had a discussion with somebody. This is We are going to have to have a part two because I had a discussion <laughs> with somebody. I asked them are you saved? And they said, no. And then they were like, but I'm a Christian. And I was like, that's not hmm? how that works. So we'll talk about it. Oh, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I'm but, saying. So we'll talk about <laughs> it. Hit us up on our Twitter at Bible study girl, the number two on Instagram at underscore Bible study girl. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Bible study girl. Make sure you follow. We will be able to um, interact with you there through messaging. But if that doesn't work for you, then uh, you can also use Bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com. But both of those will work for if you have prayer requests, you want to come on the show uh, and engage with us and tell your story or tell something that is uh, important to you. Remember, guys. Let me say this real oh, quick. Okay. We want to hear your stories. The Bible study girl platform period is an opportunity for you to share your walk with Christ. It's not just about me. It is titled Bible study girl, but I'm always interested to talk with people about their Christian experiences. If you feel led, if the Lord is whispering to you or saying it real loud and bold, uh, I want you to go on a podcast and talk about your experiences. Please hit us up and let us know um, if you want to submit an article to BibleStudyGirl.com. You don't have to put your name on it if you don't want to. I will put it up anonymously. Follow the Lord's voice. Whatever he's telling you to do, do it. Do it scared, um, but do it because obedience is always better than sacrifice. I'm a living witness. Um, when you follow what he has for you, he opens up doors you cannot imagine. I can tell you for sure that I've been freed and released from a lot of things by being obedient. And anybody that knows me, like for real, for real knows that public speaking is not my thing. Like all of this transparency, like I talk cash money crazy to all my friends and family that I'm close with. They know all my business and way more. Mm -hmm. But if you walked up to me on the street, I would not be offering the same kind of transparency, but it's because I'm being obedient. I want you to be blessed because I have been blessed by so many people that have been willing to share their stories and I'm going to get off my soapbox, but I am offering that opportunity to y'all. Um, but also now I got to go talk to my therapist. Okay, brother. Now remember guys, I'm going to go back to my old way. It's not the Expo whiteboard care spray that is to the left of me that preaches. It's not even the stickers. That preach because I'm looking at things on my desk, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.